This is a global talent call from O.J. Simpson, an inmate at the prison where O.J. Simpson's held. Originating in the basement of the Sherwood household, this is Bear Garden Shuffle, a non-sequitur piece of crap recorded whenever I feel like. My name's Cody Ryan. For most of my life, I've been thinking on and off if O.J. committed a crime. Or if you want to get technical about it, and apparently I do, if he murdered his wife and a neighbor one day in 1994. This recording feels a little undignified. I didn't really do any research. I just kind of had an idea and thought, hey, I'll record that. And then FX decided to come out with their show, and I looked like an asshole just following them. But my idea came first. I'm not a detective or a private investigator. I'm not a crime reporter. I don't even really work for This American Life, but I jacked all their shit. But yes, for all my life, I've just been wondering if my fourth favorite character from Naked Gun really committed that crime. Before I get into why I'm doing this, I just wanted to point out something I never really thought about before I started working on the story. And that is, it's really hard to count for your time. In a detailed way, I mean. What did you have for breakfast yesterday? Was it a bagel, oatmeal, or was it some ice cream, you fatty? Who did you have a crush on in middle school? Was it Ashley? Was it Sarah? Was it Mr. Gregor? Do you ever sit in the shower crying and holding yourself, wondering if life will ever get easier in this hard, hard world? Now imagine you had to account for a day that happened 20 years ago, because that's the situation the story I'm working with, something that happened a day after my first birthday, wondering if this is really how it went down, or if that FX show is full of crap like I think it is. And remember, it was 1994, so you didn't have the benefit of one of your neighbors sending you a dick pic and thinking, what the fuck, man? Just for fun, I asked some friends if they could remember that fateful day. Where were you the night of June 13th, 1994? Uh, I was like... One years old, so I was probably at my parents' house, chilling, you know. Do you have a solid alibi for that? Uh, you can check the fingerprints on the bottle I was probably drinking, man. Where were you June 13th, 1994? <laughs> I think I would have been in grade school, probably. I would have been 11 years old. And living in Oklahoma. Did you murder Nicole Brown Simpson? No. Are you sure? Yes. Where were you June 13th, 1994? Nowhere. Why do you say that? Because I was not even existing. Oh, that's pretty convenient now, isn't it? Do you remember where you were June 13th, 1994? Absolutely. Of course I do. I was in Los Angeles that day, and I remember clear as a bell because I was going to a uh, knife sharpening convention. I was really excited about that. Uh, Anything else in the day that would strike you? Yeah, you know what? I bought a new pair of gloves, and uh, I really like those gloves, but I I must have misplaced them. I could never find them. And they were a really nice pair. They were a child size, certainly would not fit an adult black male in, let's say, his early to late 40s. Okay, uh, one last question. Could anybody uh, recollect if you were there that day? Anybody see you? I could definitely go on the record and say that there is no one alive today that saw me then. Damn it, your story checks out. Where were you the night of June 13th, 1994? I would be at my house. I've lived in the same house for like 20 years. I would have been almost two years old. Look, I'm on to you, man. I know you were involved in these murders. You're not going to get away with this. 
As you can tell, the people I interviewed had a lot of troubles remembering where they were that day over 20 years ago. And I really think the police should look into them, their possible suspects. But we must go on with the investigation. And today I brought in two experts who are friends of mine that will help us unravel this case. First, I'd like to introduce Mike Ruggiero. How are you doing, Mike? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Mike's here as our serial podcast expert. And I also like to introduce Michael Collier, who's the sonny to my share. How are you doing, Mike? Doing fine. He's here as our pop culture expert, and I'm sure he knows a lot about the OJ case through stupid means such as me. Um, so how are you guys doing? Uh, Valentine's Day just passed recently. Did you guys have a good one? I did. Yeah. It was nice. Yeah. I yeah. spent mine with um, Doug and Ben. Oh, the best girlfriends. Yeah. If I recall, I spent my last one with you. That was, yeah, that was I, excellent. I, I was actually disappointed in you, Mike, because every Valentine's Day, you share a picture of me holding two Taco Bell uh, oh. Doritos Locos Tacos <laughs> things in a heart. Oh, I can't believe I forgot this. Year. Yeah, I was actually disappointed. I did it like the last like three or four years. Yeah, but uh, I brought my friends here. We're having a good time. They're drinking beers. I unfortunately am not. I'm on a new diet. Uh, it's a very strict one. I went to the doctor, found out um, the stomach issues I have been having. Um, partially dietary, I'm on some pills now, uh, a nice young Indian woman doctor stuck a finger up my butt, nice. and um, I'm on some pills now, so. All right. Good for you. Yeah. Now, what <laughs> happened when you actually went to the doctor? Oh, that, it's funny you say that, though, because I thought when it would happen, it would have been my idea, but she suggested it. She was totally into it. Um, yeah. It's a real high point in my life. But yeah, I'm, I'm glad to have you both. Um this is something I've been wanting to record for a while. Um, obviously, this trial is over 20 years old. The murder happened technically at 12:10 a.m. Um, June 13th, but the incident probably started June 12th, which would be my uh, one-year birthday in 1994. Um, but I remember as a kid, they had you know made-for-TV movies. Mm-hmm. Um, there were so many things, you know, like everybody was jumping on it. I know everybody who was of age at that point were all watching the uh, the Bronco Chase. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's something that it's been relevant in my life for years. Um, I love the Naked Gun movies. Um, we'll get more into that later. Classic. Yeah. I know that'll probably come up more than it needs to. And um, yeah, and now they're making a shitty FX show about it, which I'm very mad about because I had the idea for this podcast beforehand in the serial format. And then FX just beat me to the punch because I'm lazy and procrastinate a lot. <laughs> you know. But yeah, but before we get started with the actual murder, the big thing that everyone wants to talk about, I do want to talk about some background, especially things people wouldn't know about OJ. <clears throat> One thing people don't know about OJ, he played football. He did. That's how he got he famed. Did, yeah. Not only did he play football, he was good at it. Yeah. And he was named Juice. Yes. And it was Juice. Pretty great. OJ Juice. Bring that up. And it's funny, somebody pointed out um, O.J. Mayo, who's um, a basketball player, they now call him Juice, so look out for his murder in a couple of years. <laughs> I don't know, like, I, it's a good nickname, but you, you can't keep yes, using that. Is. I just want to quickly say, O.J. Mayo sounds like a pretty gross condiment. <laughs> yeah. I was actually thinking that too. That sounds like a terrible combination. Stenson's Presents Orange Juice Mayonnaise, for all of you gross people in the world. For only breakfast sandwiches only. <laughs> yeah. For if you have something missing in your life, try Stenson's. It'll give you that piece of lard that you were missing. Um, so I actually want to read some of his accomplishments. These are actually very impressive. 
already fucking up my own podcast. Um, when he was in college, he won the Heisman Trophy. Uh, he was inducted in the College Hall of Fame in 1983. In the NFL, he was a six-time Pro Bowl selection. He was an MVP one year, Offensive Player of the Year that same year. He was named the 40th best NFL player of all time by NFL.com in 2009. He was the first player to ever rush for 2,000 yards. And he was uh, the only player in NFL history to rush for 2,000 yards in a 14-game season. Nice. So he's an impressive career. And this mm-hmm. is what launched him to be the um, actor and just overall celebrity he was. Because, like, growing up, what did you guys remember him for? Like, obviously, we couldn't watch him play. But, like, was there even – like, what point did you think like, or find out, like, Oh crap! This guy played football. Like, yeah, I remember uh, Michael Remitz, and you might remember this too, Cody. Remember when we watched Roots in history class? Yeah, oh. OJ was in. Roots. Was he in that? Yeah, yeah. And he was in when I, I, I was didn't even know Africa. that he was. We will get his, his into his African full um, okay. acting reel like later. <laughs> probably on. pointed that out before, but, but yeah. Really so like, that. Roots was like one of his big first thing to launch it, but he was like a big celebrity. Like he got all the endorsements, and I was actually reading about his NFL career. No, no, no. His name is Toby. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's uh, Lavar Burton's name. Yeah, that's not even the right character, Mike. <laughs> I know it's gonna get confusing too because we've got two Mikes, Mike and Mike in the morning, recording uh, yeah. at night, and we're gonna get sued because we don't own the rights to Mike and Mike in the morning. That's <laughs> alright, as long as you don't play as their you theme apologize. music. That I, I don't even know what have. their theme. It's probably just the ESPN theme. Da 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 that's tetris um sorry but yeah i mean he had a great college career he had an eh, um nfl career to start and then he just blew up and just started killing it oh that's not the right word to use um but so going back even further than that what made him uh famous he actually has a pretty interesting uh upbringing uh he was named uh after his Someone his aunt likes. So his name, real name's Orenthal. Orenthal James Simpson. He's named after a French actor. Um, has some siblings. Raised by his mother. Uh, raised in the housing projects um, in San Francisco. Now this is where it gets interesting. In his early teenage years, he joined a street gang called the Persian Warriors. <laughs> All right. I don't think he's Persian, but I like the sense of it. <laughs> And he was briefly incarcerated at the San Francisco Youth Guidance Center. So he has trying a, to take a, down King Leonidas. He, <laughs> he, so he has a bit of a history of gang violence. Um, he went to Galileo High School, or as it should be pronounced, Galileo High School, um, which is currently Galileo Academy of Science and Technology in San Francisco, and played for the football team, the Galileo Lions. So he, I mean, uh, came from humble beginnings. I mean... Single parent household, got in some gang trouble, but um, football star. Uh, he played running back and defensive back, which is pretty impressive. He was also um, a track star. Uh, he has like highlights that people consider some of the best of all time. There's an oil painting of him. Uh, OJ Simpson breaks for daylight, which you can probably make some jokes off of that as well. But I mean, literally anything can be. What kind of oil painting are we talking? <laughs> like on a bearskin rug <laughs> yeah but yeah so i mean he had quite an impressive football career but that there was more to him i mean he during his career he got the nickname juice uh common abbreviation for orange juice thanks wikipedia i could have figured that out or oj is um 
But yeah, so they gave him juice as a colloquial synonym for electricity or electrical power and hence a metaphor for any powerful entity. The Bills' offensive line at Simpsons Peak was nicknamed the Electric Company. <laughs> Solid. Th- those are things you're not getting about OJ. This is a misunderstood man. But what I really want to get into, the thing that I find really interesting, the part that we probably all remember, his acting career. Yeah. That's the juice we know and love. Mm-hmm. So as you mentioned, he was in Roots, which was a weird thing to watch in history class, but it was yeah, very nice 14. to see. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what they were trying to accomplish with that. Like, mm-hmm. slavery happened. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Uh, just a quick aside. Like, actually on topic, but it's a quick aside. I like that Mr. Brady was the slave driver. (laughs) Oh, Mr. Brady. I always found that very ironic, and I remember telling my mother about that because she loved the Brady book. Yeah. So, I just want to ask, um, O.J. Simpson, the actor, though, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Honestly, Roots. Not going to lie. What about you, my car? I literally forgot until just two minutes ago that he was an actor, so... Roots. I, I gotta so. say, the Naked Gun yeah, series that, was my favorite. There was like some of my favorite movies. Who was he? So he was, was like his, um, or, in the Naked Gun movies. He had the best character. He was Norberg, <laughs> and the running joke of Norberg was he was the guy just like they would like turn around and he'd get like totally messed up somehow. Yeah. Like I think it was the first movie. They're in like uh, Dodger Stadium and like. He's in a wheelchair, and they all turn around, and then his wheelchair just starts going down the stairs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, he, he was just the injury-prone guy. Like, I mean, it's obviously a slapstick movie, but every single movie, he'd be like the guy, like, you open a door into his face, <laughs> which is a funny role for him because he's, like, the most charismatic man, like, one of the most loved men in America, which <laughs> the FX show, the commercial, it's like, I'm not black, I'm OJ. I think that's a really <laughs> catching line <laughs> Of everything going on, okay. But he was he was in a, actually a lot more movies than you would expect. I'm actually going to read just some of the more interesting things from his um his uh I guess IMDb page. Um, so it's very it's weird because like he did some stuff after the murder. Like in 2006, he was on Juiced with OJ Simpson TV pay per view. Oh man, I don't know what that is. Um, but the Naked Gun movies, he was in the Towering Inferno, which is one of those first like uh, disaster movies, mm-hmm. which we see today with um, Day After Tomorrow and stuff, and just some other things I've never heard of. Uh, in Students Exchange, he was a soccer coach. He's a lot of TV, like made for TV movies. Um, he even had a production company where he's executive producer for movies like Cocaine and Blue Eyes. All right. Goldie and the Boxer Go to Hollywood. <laughs> Detour to ta- Terror. And then Goldie the Boxer. I guess that one came first. <laughs> um, he was in a movie called The Klansman, which would go like, with the Roots stuff. No. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> um, here's Lucy. He was playing himself on that one. Um, Dragnet, which I know is like the, one of the first propaganda stuff. Um, his first role was Ironside, which is that like detective who was in a wheelchair. Nice. <laughs> My favorite, though, of his filmography, by far, 1974, TV documentary. Playing himself, O.J. Simpson, Juice on the Loose. Yes. Yeah. I have heard of that one. 20 yeah. years before the murders, he's in a documentary called Juice on the Loose. <laughs> I don't so, even know what... Sign. I, I don't know how to dissect that one. Did, did they uh, have irony in the 70s? I don't think they did. <laughs> but it, it came back in the 90s when we were looking back. Like, well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like 
I already started in the nineties. Yeah, I but that's that's foreshadowing you couldn't even like write into a movie and people be like if you did that in like a movie, people are like, Oh come on. Yeah. Like, that really happened. But I actually want to talk about something, a lesser known project that um almost aired. So OJ starred in a um, untelevised two hour long film pilot for Frogmen. Frogmen. What do you think Frogmen is? I assume OJ would dress up like a frog and be like a superhero. Like, be like Battletoads, but with frogs. I like that. What do you What do you think, Mike R? I was literally thinking Battletoads too, like like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle scenario. That's interesting. Why don't you have some of your own thoughts? Okay. Or bring something else to the podcast. <laughs> well, you know what? Not everybody Great can Mike's have genius alike, ideas Cody. like mine. My other genius idea: Navy Seals. Now. <laughs> You got it. Boom. It's I have a feeling. It's an A-team-like adventure series uh, yes. completed in 1994, a few months before the murders. So NBC had not decided on whether to order the series when Simpsons Arrest canceled the project. While searching his home, the police obtained a videotaped copy of the pilot as well as the script and dallies. Although the prosecution investigator reports that Simpson, who played the leader of a group of former United States Navy SEALs, there you go. Mm-hmm. Received a fair amount of military training, including use of a knife for frogmen. And there's a scene which he holds a knife to the throat of a woman. It was not introduced as evidence during the trial. <laughs> uh, you know. <laughs> I just want to point out, uh, spoiler alert, that trial, he was not convicted of murder. Yeah. <laughs> this is something I would have run up in trial. <laughs> well, you see, Johnny Cochran, he's just real good. Yeah, you can't beat the Cochran. Chewbacca <laughs> is a end. Why would a Wookiee? He's doing the Wookiee defense. Um, so he, there's actually some interesting fallout, though. Um, so they said basically they would never air the pilot if Simpson was convicted, and if he were acquitted, however, one, tele- one television journalist speculated that Frogman would probably be on the air before the NBC peacock could unfurl its plume. What a douchey sentence! I don't even know what plume is. I'm assuming it's a peacock thing. But uh, that's apparently good. But um, so most pilots that are two hours long are aired as TV movies, whether they are ordered as a series, whether or not they are ordered as a series. Because as the Los Angeles Times later reported, the appetite for all things OJ appeared insatiable. During the trial, Warner Bros. and NBC estimated that a gigantic Super Bowl-like television audience would have watched the Frogmen film. Yeah, they should have gone for that. Yeah, well, the thing is, they didn't release it in any way. Forgo estimated $14 million in profits, and one person stated, just about the only proof you have in there, have that there is some dignity in the advertising and television business. Yeah. That, that's like your key to say, like, well, they didn't uh, film it, or they didn't release it after he murdered some people. <laughs> There's some good in the world. Well, he murdered some people. There's not that much good in the world. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but I mean, he actually has a pretty significant film career, especially things people didn't know about. Like, I didn't know about this Frogman show until I started investigating this. Yeah, I, don't think I so either. We all knew about the Naked Gun, but like, in Roots. But past that, I mean, he's got at least 20 different credits here. He's a producer. He had his own, um, like, television uh, made-for-TV, like, production company mm-hmm. um obviously documentaries are made about him and now there's stuff coming out and of course there was you know those like real um and, like i remember when i was a kid watching some of the oj trial like it was the trial it wasn't like fx recreatement or anything which is a piece of shit um it was a real trial 
I don't know if you guys saw any of that. Do you know who's going to be profiting off of the new show? Like, I didn't. Like normally, it would at least some of it would go to the person it's about. I imagine um, maybe his family. I will get into that a little bit later, probably. But from what my research reveals, it most likely is not going to OJ. It is most likely OJ had to sell his rights, knowing that he still owes a shit ton of money in the civil lawsuit he Uh, lost, which Uh, I will get into later. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, he has a good uh, career. He's had a bunch of endorsements. He was doing a lot of cowboy boots endorsements, which is weird. Honey baked ham. Um, Did he ever wear cowboy boots? Isn't that a Simpsons joke? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, he was married. Uh, he married someone at age 19. They had three children. Um, they divorced, and one of his children uh, drowned in the family's swimming pool a month before her second birthday. I say. Yeah, so a little bit of tragedy beforehand. But he met Nicole Brown in 1997 while she was working as a waitress at the nightclub The Daisy. He started um, dating Brown while married to his first wife still, got divorced, Mm -hmm. remarried her um, five years after his retirement. They had two more children, so that's – um, five children, but uh, one died, and that marriage lasts seven years. Um, Simpson pleaded no contest to spousal abuse in 1989, I see. and they filed for divorce in 1992. Irreconcilable differences. Hmm. So th- this is starting starting to um, you know set the groundwork for what comes later. Um, again, spoiler: murder. Um, <laughs> Bloody murder. but uh we should probably point out though this is not the only legal trouble he's ever had either um in one instance i believe it was 1999 he got caught he um owed the state of california 1.4 uh 44 million in past due taxes so tax evasion i say um wesley snipes (laughs) <laughs> in the 1990s, he attempted to register O.J. Simpson, O.J., the juice, trademarks for a broad range of goods, including figurines, trading cards, sportswear, medallions, coins, and prepaid telephone cards. Yeah. Get your O.J. card. <laughs> your Boost Mobile O.J. edition. Hey, man, I got to call my grandma. Oh, yeah, here, use my card. What I'm going to buy, I like to O.J. my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Um, slashing prices. <laughs> um, here's the here's the best part of him trying to trademark a concerned citizen, William B. Ritchie, soon opposed the granting of federal registration on the grounds that doing so would be immoral and scandalous. Simpson gave up the effort in 2002 or 2000. I imagine this is a guy who just likes to drink a lot of orange juice and calls it OJ. And he's the guy who brings all the OJ to the office. Hey, it's OJ. Uh, what's his name? William. It's OJ Bill. OJ Bill with the OJ. What? OJ Simpson wants to take away my thing? Oh, I be, I can be the juice guy. No, he wants to be the juice too. I just want to be OJB. Shimmy, shimmy, y'all, shimmy, shimmy, yeah. I'll just be OJ Simpson Bill. No, I can't be that either. God damn it. I'm suing you, OJ. That's. I don't know what's more ridiculous, though. Trying to trademark something that's like juice or OJ or literally like fuck you oj i'm gonna fight you (laughs) (laughs) like that that's ridiculous i 
honestly, if anybody deserved to be stabbed, it's that guy. I didn't say also, that. Also, whitest name in history. <laughs> William B. Richie. <laughs> Probably just Richie Rich at this point. Yeah, Richie Rich. William B. White. Um, that's stupid. <laughs> uh, 2001, Simpson was arrested for simple battery and burglary of an occupied conveyance of, for yanking the glasses off another motorist during a traffic dispute three months earlier. What? <laughs> How is that burglar? <laughs> you can't drive now. Um, if he was... <laughs> If he was uh, charged, he could have faced up to 16 years in prison, but he was put on trial and quickly acquitted of both charges in October 2001. And he's good at that. Yeah. yeah. Um, his home was searched in December, on December 4, 2001 of suspicion of ecstasy possession and money laundering. <laughs> who, who was suspicious of that? It's, like, awfully specific. <laughs> I, I think it's something where the FBI are like, all right, we know OJ uh, murdered these two He's people, too right? He's happy all the time. Like, come on. We know he murdered these two people. We got to get back in there. All right, all right. Um, what, are the, what are the kids doing these days? Ecstasy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. OJ's doing ecstasy. We'll get him on that. Like, nah, it's just at all hours of the night, his neighbors would just hear muffled Darude sandstorm <laughs> coming out of his window. Oh, my God. Actually, so follow-up. FBI received a tip that OJ Simpson was involved in a major drug trafficking ring after 10 other suspects were arrested in the case. Simpson's home was thoroughly searched for two hours, but no illegal drugs were discovered, and no arrests or formal charges were filed following the search. However, investigators uncovered equipment capable of stealing satellite television program, who eventually oh led God. to Simpson's being sued in federal court. That is the lamest outcome of storming <laughs> yeah. someone's property. <laughs> You're stealing <laughs> Skinamax! <laughs> I'm glad, well, like, the know. FBI is on that shit. <laughs> like, yeah. He's like, Jim <laughs> Carrey certainly was happy about that. <laughs> That's a cable guy reference. Ooh, loyal, loyal I like that one. I, it's just like funny to be like OJ's like I'm trying to watch reruns of Naked Gun, the glory days. <laughs> <laughs> Stop stealing my satellite stealing. Um, <laughs> July fourth, two thousand two. The same Miami Dade County, uh, Florida police that were on his burglary, um, speeding through a manatee protection zone and failing to comply with proper boating regulations. <laughs> Just running through a jet ski with a big stick in his hand. <laughs> yes. Smacking manatees. His criminal defense lawyer was able to give him the misdemeanor boating regulation charge dropped and Simpson only to pay a fine for the speeding infraction. And then, of course, right back at it, March 2004th, Satellite Television Network Directv accused <laughs> Simpson of Miami Federal Court of using illegal electronic devices to pirate its broadcast signals. The company later won a twenty-five thousand dollar judgment. Like, why would someone with that much money go to those lengths? I don't know. Well, I it's got to be just for like the fact, like we sued OJ. Yeah. <laughs> this is OJ on cable. This is OJ on Directv. <laughs> I'd like to think OJ is just a chronic masturbator and just <laughs> couldn't get enough of Skinamax. Yeah, that, that's that's probably what it was. All right, um, before we go any further, uh, I just want to take a quick break. Um, for anybody who's wanting more about uh, OJ's filmography, of course, you can go to IMDb. I'd love to watch his um, SNL episode. I wonder who the musical guest was. That would be an interesting episode. But we're going to take a quick little break, and when we get back, we're going to inch ever so closer to me revealing who actually murdered the two people on that fateful night. All right, be right back. Oh, actually, I should mention before I go, there's a little uh, exclusive interview with the Jinx himself, Robert Durst, on the other side. I'm Cody Ryan, and I'm here with Robert Durst. Many of you know him as the subject of HBO's The Jinx. 
due to his alleged involvement in various murder cases. I'm just going to jump in here and ask, Robert, did you kill those people? I don't want to get into all that. I'm not on trial here. I'm on trial in many states, but not here. Well, okay, but I'm not sure what we're going to talk about now. <clears throat> Could you pass those potato chips? Uh, yeah, you can have the whole bag. Oh, these chips are killer. Those potato chips are killer? Yeah, they're great. I love food. People don't realize I'm just a normal guy. I love staying home and just watching cooking shows. Oh, really? That, that's kind of interesting. What's your favorite one? Oh, it's, uh, 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 chopped. Chopped. Like a chopped body? Oh, please don't go there. People treat me like I'm the devil. But I've met the devil. You've met the devil? Could, could you please tell us what he's like, I guess? Always oh, kind of a bore. He's always talking about torturing and punishing those who deserve it. I don't like the discrimination of who who doesn't deserve to be punished. Yeah, completely. Do you mind if I go to the bathroom? Yeah, go for it. I mean, this really isn't going anywhere anyway. I'm just going to jump in here and let you guys know Robert took my mic into the bathroom for some reason, and we were able to pick up what he said. Right washes left and left washes right. Did I remember to wipe? Oh, I, I don't even recall. I'm going to kill this interviewer when I get back. Just like I killed my wife, my friend, my name. Uh, Cody again. Robert's lawyer stopped us from speaking further at this point. All right, we're back. Uh, still talking about OJ. Talk about OJ. Um... We were just discussing the irony of the fact that we're talking about OJ and on my diet right now, I cannot drink orange juice. <laughs> well, you see, Sad they day. always said, drink apple juice, because OJ will kill you. Oh, <laughs> it is funny. Apple juice that. is the one juice I can drink. Ah, uh, see? I got you, man. I remember Mike saying that all the time in high school. I always found it hilarious. Well, it's funny you said that, because that is true to me. <laughs> so now I want to talk about um, something that actually came after the murder case. Um, so in 2006, a lot of people, this kind of brought up the case once again, heard about a book called If I Did It. And what If I Did It was is a book that um, came out from O.J. Simpson that said, oh, I didn't murder them, but if I did murder them, this is how it would have went down. <laughs> it's very much like if you've read uh, Crime and Punishment, it's like if Raskolnikov was like, hey, I didn't murder that pawnbroker. <laughs> But here's how I did it. You know what I just realized? Crime and punishment? We're scalling the calls if I did it. <laughs> but so um, when I first heard about it, I was like, look, he must be, like, looking for attention. Like, he, he probably needs money, but why would you do this? And then my second thought was, okay, this uh, this has to be ghostwritten, and he's just getting some money. Because, like... Or it he doesn't be a, a coping mechanism. Like he just had to, to try his hand at something new. He's trying authorship now. 
He's, yeah. like, done every other thing under the sun. He's, like he's murder. Done, yeah. He's had a new skill in there. An ecstasy. Yeah. Um, but it, I wasn't... Did he murder someone while yeah. on ecstasy? Yeah, that's the that question. That would have been great. Just, like, he comes in, he's just, like, swinging glow sticks around, <laughs> and then while you're mesmerized... Do you like Huey Lewis in the news? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I, um... Yeah, so he needed money. It says here in, like, um... 2000, he was uh, making significant income by just signing autographs, which honestly, like, he um, needed the money. I mean, so I'll, I'll mention before we even get to the case, but he, so. They signed in his victim's blood. So, no, yeah, so. actually thought about that. Although he was not convicted for murder, um, he was uh, charged in civil court by the Goldman family. So the parents of um, the second victim. Uh, was it Ron Goldman, I think? Uh, something like that. That no, poor man. Yeah, Ronald Goldman. Nobody cares about Ron Goldman. No, I care. Let me tell you about this guy. Mikey C. Right. breaks down the Ronald Goldman No, story. I totally <laughs> do. So this dude, terrible luck, right? So what, did he work with Nicole Brown? Yeah, I think he was a waiter, or, yeah. or he knew her from before, but he's still a waiter. Uh, yeah, it was something like that. Like, he was a friend. And seriously, the night OJ allegedly murdered her, right? He comes in, and, like, to drop something off or something for her. Wrong t- wrong person, wrong time, wrong place. He's murdered. That's depressing to uh, me that he had nothing to do with this. Happen he, just w- he was just murdered because he was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Okay, and then I'll stay on that theme. Luckiest man in the world, Cato Kalen. Yeah. Who <laughs> has been lazier at launching their career than Cato Kalen? He still gets appearances and things. I say. And it's really funny because um, he spends most of his Twitter just trashing his favorite teams. He, like, <laughs> talks shit on the Packers. They won a Super Bowl, like, three years ago. Like, But, yeah, so. More like the Fudge Packers. <laughs> yeah. So he lost in civil court. He owed a bunch of money to the Goldman family. And I believe he still owes them money. So, like, all his wages have been garnered. Um, he was ordered to pay $33.5 million. It's a large wow. sum. So he was charged for the wrongful death and battery against Goldman and battery against Brown. So he still owes him money. Uh, they auctioned his Heisman Trophy and other belongings, which was about only half a million. And it went all the Goldman family. Um, he was making some money off just selling autographs. Um, the Goldman family tried to take his NFL pension, which was only $28,000 a year, but they failed to collect any money. But in 2006, this this is kind of a big break. OJ makes this book, If I Did It. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a hypothetical description of how he would murder them. <clears throat> I was right, though. He did not write it. Um, it was a ghost uh, writer, and they offered him money to just say that he did it. I see. And this was, pe- like, actually revealed? Like, yeah. And, like, boring. this is funny, though. So, like, his manager advised against that. this. Like, but he took the money. Um it was about $600,000, oh. and so he needed the money. Um, but my favorite thing is his uh, quote when they were like uh, – he was talking to the Huffington Post, him rationalizing taking the 600000 for having this man, Norman Pardo uh, – no, Norman Pardo is his former manager. Um, uh, what's the ghostwriter's name? It's Pablo – Nieves. I don't know if I pronounced that. Yeah, Pablo Escobar. <laughs> Feel like Pablo when I'm working on my shoes. Um, so this is direct quote from O.J. Simpson rationalizing 
why he took the money and said that he wrote the book. And he actually went on interviews and said, I wrote the book. Hey, they offered me $600,000 not to dispute that I wrote the book. He said, that's cash. I said, they're going to think you wrote it. He said, so? Everybody thinks I'm a murderer anyway. They're not going to change their mind just because of a book. <laughs> Wait, so then can the real author now sue him and like get that money back now that the, the oh, word's you, out? Oh, you think you know the whole story. This is the most insane thing I've ever heard. Quickly before we continue, I just like that... Uh, Hot piece of existential nihilism from my man Juice. <laughs> He's just like, fuck it. He's just like, life doesn't matter and everybody thinks of murder anyway. So, yeah. So the original special title was O.J. Simpson, If I Did It, Here's How It Happened. But in August 2007, a Florida bankruptcy court awarded the rights of the book to the Goldman family to partially satisfy the civil judgment. The title of the book was changed to If I Did It, Confessions of a Murder or of a Killer. Yeah, I did know about this. Here's nice. the weirdest part about this, though. So this is a book that details, hypothetically, how O.J. Simpson would have killed Nicole Brown Simpson and Ronald Goldman, written by the Goldman family, technically. Yeah, they, get the, <laughs> they get the money, don't they? Yeah, they get the I, money. I think I heard about But that. the book says the Goldman family wrote this book. I see. And though, it's really funny. So when they also changed the book title, they changed the If I Did It in the original O.J. one. Um if is like in white letters and then I did it is in red, it's kind of emphasized and it's got OJ from the trial and it's like really emphasizing if I did it. Um, they decided they were going to reduce if to the smallest font possible yeah. and put it in the eye. So it reads, I did it. Confessions of the Killer. <laughs> written by the Goldman family. <laughs> which was really written by Pablo Fenyevis, <laughs> which was claimed to be written by OJ Simpson originally. So the, the original book was canceled. Um, Re-released, uh, the Criterion Collection. Re-released under the Goldman family special edition. I don't like that C- those CG effects they've added to. If I did it, man, those ro- <laughs> was there not too many rocks around R two D two? You're like three D glasses when you open the book and just, like, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, pop out. It's a pop up <laughs> book. They made it a pop up <laughs> book. You can uh, slide the tab up and down, make it raise the, the knife. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Only one chapter deals with their deaths, and that chapter, in my understanding, has a disclaimer that's complete fiction. <laughs> yeah, sure. In Simpson's hypothetical scenario, he has an unwilling accomplice named Charlie who tells him to stop the murders, <laughs> and who Simpson ignores. That makes so little yes, it, sense, though. It has like, to be Charlie Sheen. Like, no, no, but basically, the whole rest of the book is like talking about their early relationship, their marriage. Everything's real, and then you have this chapter that's this hypotheticalized, fictional, which is fine, that's great. Um, but then you invented a person. That doesn't even yeah. make sense. Well, here's how I picture this guy. He's just like a kind of like a George Costanza type, yeah. like kind of short, yeah. bald, maybe Italian. OJ, you got to stop with the killing, man. You can't be killing everybody that you don't like. Oh, OJ, what is this, man? OJ, come on, Juice. Come on, Juice. Like, he just says his name on. And he's like, shut up, turtle. Like, come on. Yeah, pretty yeah, it's it's ridiculous. And it was sort of a lot of controversy, but I it still makes me laugh. I mean, he did interviews for it, he like said it was his stuff, but you're never gonna make me laugh harder than it was ghost written by some guy, but it's written by the Goldman family, the yeah. victims technically of the crime. But yeah, it was cancelled. Um there was a leak on the internet of the PDF, but I have not uh read it. So that's what came out after. Um 
the trial. I mean, there's so much with OJ, obviously. But now I really want to talk about the big one, what everybody's been waiting for. The question, is OJ a criminal, the Las Vegas robbery? Um, in <laughs> September 2007, right after he lost the right to his books, he must be in a real deep, dark place. OJ's not looking so good, these guys. You know, he lost his book rights. Everybody thinks he's a murderer. Can't make much money. What are you going to do? You're going to go steal back a bunch of memorabilia you don't need. <laughs> That's logical. In September 2007, a group of men led by Simpson entered a room at the Palace Station Hotel Casino and took sports memorabilia at gunpoint, which resulted in Simpson being questioned by police. Was George Costanza one of the members? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> OJ, you can't be stealing your memorabilia back. <laughs> Simpson admitted to taking the items, which he said had been stolen from him, but denied breaking into the hotel room. He also denied that he or any one else carried a gun. He was released after questioning. Then he was held without bail. So the official charges for this were multiple felony counts, including criminal conspiracy, kidnapping, assault, robbery, and using a deadly weapon. Bail was set at $125,000. So he's on trial for this. Um, his co-defendants plea bargained um, for reduced charges in their testimony against Simpson. Classic snitch story. Yeah. Classic stitch story is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, so they tried him on 12 counts, um, pleaded not guilty. Um, then th- this is one of the funnier things I want to bring up. So they question they they sent out long questionnaires, released 115 queries, have given to a jury pool of 400 more. Um, there was actually a really funny SNL sketch I remember when this trial came out, mm-hmm. looking for the jury and like. Who doesn't know who O.J. Simpson is? And they, they'd be like, this man's been stuck on a deserted island for, like, his whole life for 30 years. They rush him in. Like, it's like, just to be clear, sir, you haven't, like, like heard a TV or anything? So he's like, no, I just got rushed here. I want to miss my family. It's like, do you know who O.J. Simpson is? You mean that murderer? <laughs> and there's, like, a guy in a coma for 40 years. Like, O.J. Simpson's like, get him away from me! And then he goes back into the coma, like... It was one of the funniest SNL sketches I've ever seen. That's literally how it is, though. Like, I was called for jury duty once, (laughs) and it was an internet security company suing another one. It's like, have you ever used the internet? You can't be on the jury. (laughs) And this is funny. He had, like, a no-contact order um, on his bail for his defendants. One of the people he did contact was, which was a violation, was Clarence C.J. Stewart. He only runs with people with that uh, J initial. Like, it must be the initiation of his gang. I'm going to go with Carrot Juice. <laughs> Carrot Juice Stewart. Because I was thinking something way dirtier in the, <laughs> to begin with. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so he violated his bail. Um, so then he was found guilty of all charges. Um, they tried to get a new trial. There was actually motions recently of um, that his uh, lawyers were incompetent. So he's trying to get, like, he didn't have proper representation. But basically this is what the outcome was. Simpson faced a possible life sentence with parole on the kidnapping charge and mandatory prison time for armed robbery. On December 5, 2008, Simpson was sentenced to a total of 35 years in prison with the possibility of parole after about nine years. In 2017, next year. All right. On September 4, 2009, Nevada uh, Supreme Court denied a request for bail during Simpson's appeal in October 2010, blah, 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 blah. Basically, um, there was... He did try to get an early plea, and they listened to it, but 2007 is once again the um, the date that's coming up. So, guys, OJ could get out soon and go murder Cuba Gooding Jr. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, th- that's how I want to transition to this awful FX show that I hate. 
I, I I don't actually hate it. I when it was first coming out, I was very interested because I like I was very interested in the OJ trial when I was younger. Um, and now they have this FX show, but um, I gotta say the one thing they definitely got right: David Schwimmer as Robert Kardashian. Whoa! Huge fuck you to the Kardashian family. Good job, <laughs> FX. <laughs> And that, that's one thing a lot of people forget to connect, and this is something that I brought up. This is where the Kardashians yeah. came from. Uncle people, OJ, they call him, actually, don't they? Yeah, he's he's Uncle OJ. And yeah. pe- people don't um, realize, like, this is the first instance of Kim Kardashian. This is obviously not where she got famous, but Robert Kardashian was rich man, good friend to OJ, and his first defense mm-hmm. lawyer, um, I think... It was Chloe just came out and said this. they weren't fun times, like, during the trial... But then they were like, hey, why don't we get the guy from Friends literally nobody likes to play Robert Kardashian? <laughs> I want that, da- that uh, giraffe from uh, um, Madagascar. Yeah, Madagascar. <laughs> Madagascar 2 and Madagascar 3. <laughs> and um, I think I think they said Cuba is actually doing a pretty good job. Um, Kato Kalin was upset he's not playing himself. But I got to say, um, the guy who's playing Johnny Cochran, it looks like he's doing a good job. You cannot out Johnny Cochran, though, Johnny Cochran. Jackie yeah. Childs was close on Seinfeld. <laughs> but, jeez, if the glove does not fit, you must acquit. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Beautiful stuff. I mean, that's even better than the Chewbacca defense. <laughs> and Chewbacca's a Wookiee. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so the FX show, some of the reviews I've heard of it, just um, by reviews, I mean people on Twitter, they said it's one of those like really awful shows that like it's not very good, but you can't stop watching it, and you're gonna waste ten hours of your life on it. I'm sure at some point I will too. Put that on Netflix. It'll yeah, be cool. yeah, we'll But I, I mean, you know, you can't even really capture the drama though, as good as it went down. Like the Bronco chase, he's holding a gun to his head, and like people are holding signs. We love you, OJ. And, like <laughs> police are the craziest holding pattern behind them. And they're just like, OJ, you have so much to live for. Don't do it. And he's like, I'm a bad man. And that guy got, like, acquitted of murder. Yeah, I was just about to say, I didn't know about that I'm a bad man type thing. That, that's what they um, are portraying the show. I've seen commercial. But, like, um. he's holding a gun to his head. Like, he's obviously not suicidal because, like, you know, his divorced wife uh, is dead. Like, yeah. he's running from the police on the day he's supposed to turn himself in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's where there's smoke, there's a fire there. Um, but, yeah, like, it, and it's funny because, like, um, OJ's one, like, one of those people, like, it, he's disgraced, and you're like, oh, my gosh, like, somebody I grew up with, like, um, you know, really looked up to. It's just so sad to see, um, like, a, a black role model get taken down like that. Bill Cosby. Um, Michael Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> oh, half black. Um, and, yeah, it's... I'd like to think, um, like, have you ever heard the conspiracy? We won't go too deep into it. <laughs> oh, uh, maybe we will on another podcast. <laughs> I mean, yeah, garden show. Actually, we probably should. This would be a good <laughs> podcast. But um, have you heard about the conspiracy where um, people say that Miley Cyrus was like killed or put in hiding or something, what? and since and since then, for like seven years <clears throat> or whatever, a double's been like being run by Hollywood essentially and that's like from the from when she turned like wholesome Disney star to like slut 
they they posit oh. that that's a different person. People actually think this. Yeah, yeah, no. There's. I there's mean, people had those theories about Michael Jackson yeah, as well. That's, that's, that's why he brought it up. Yeah. Yes, that is precisely why I brought it up. That wasn't apropos of nothing. Yeah, because um, I mean, the only thing for Miley I can say for sure is her voice is less nasally, and I'm like, hey, yeah, you get some Mucinex or, or something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah. So I mean, it, obviously, this trial, everybody was like watching it. My yeah. parents must remember I was only one, so obviously I don't remember anything. You guys mm-hmm. are similar ages, if not mm-hmm. older, younger by a year or so. But yeah, um I mean depend so Wikipedia says June thirteenth, sometimes it's June twelfth, but um June twelfth my birthday. So either way I get to celebrate my um birthday and just remember, hey, some people are murdered by OJ that day. That's <laughs> awesome. I really get to hold that. So yeah, um I think we'll probably wrap things up soon, but before we go I, I wanna reveal I want to reveal, actually, I discovered who really killed those people. But before I do, I want to get your guys' opinion. And you can you can just one-word answer it. You can give some analysis. Did OJ murder those people? I'm going to start with Mike R. Um, considering all the facts that I just put in front of you, all the deep details, um, I, I presented a lot of evidence. We talked a lot about um, the murder weapon in the Frogman show. Uh, <laughs> do you think OJ committed this crime? Sounds like he had the motive, and he maybe had what the, motive? He had the plan, but it was clearly George Costanza. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that your is that your official answer? <laughs> it is. It is. And what what are your thoughts on Cato Kalin? Would you would you give him a job? No, no, no job to Cato Kalin. All right. Well, first of all, we should have spent a whole podcast on Cato Kalin. That's coming later. Yeah. What do you think George Costanza's defense would be, though? Serenity um, now. <laughs> yeah. I was in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's not my fault that Nicole Brown Simpson licked my knife. <laughs> um, well, my opinion is... Well, first of all, did we ever decide if the glove fit? Did the glove fit? I I think it, you, there's ways to make it seem like a glove didn't fit. But, this is like um, a Cinderella story. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I feel like uh, I feel like it's a big setup for Juice. You think you think the Juice, not really on the loose, but like set I up. think it wasn't the Juice. I think it was the Jews. The Jews. Yeah, <laughs> with Jews you lose. Oh. <laughs> also, uh. full disclaimer: I'm not an anti-Semite. Please, I hope you didn't take off your headphones in anger. <laughs> also, my opinions are not Cody's, and you should really listen. When I'm not on this podcast anymore. It's, it's funny that you're talking to the audience because no one listens to this podcast. <laughs> uh, clearly, after those anti-Semitic remarks I've said. Well, the funny thing is, um, our only b- before, <laughs> before cool. our big reveal, making some more um, anticipatory uh, element to this, uh, this is the first podcast I'm recording in the new studio that was built upstairs, no longer in the basement, which is sad. That was supposed to be my shtick. Um, but, like... People listening now must be very confused because sound quality was not an element of the first five episodes, <laughs> and editing was certainly not, which I'm doing both with this episode. But yeah, this is a higher sound quality, um, so now people hearing what I'm actually saying can actually go, oh, this is shit. Um, no, before, I was like, oh, it's kind of mumbled. Maybe he's got something great. It's like a real artistic touch, like, you know, it's... <laughs> Your regular Bob Dylan of podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> Nightman, sneaky mean. Spider's inside my dreams. I think I love you. Yeah. 
All right, so big reveal. I'm going to reveal right now all the evidence. I, I went deep. I investigated. I found out who really murdered Nicole Brown Simpson, Ron Goldman, on that fateful night, my one-year birthday. The murderer is O.J. Simpson. I'm firm believer that to succeed in life, you've got to have some kind of goal at all times. Uh, so you know if you're gaining on it, you think, no, you're losing on it. Some of them are very personal. Right now, all my goals are very personal goals, you know. I have to do with family and stuff.